everybody, and welcome to an all-new episode of The Chat. Tonight is quite the special episode, as we are joined by a very, very special guest. But before we reveal as to who that special guest is, let's check in on our co-host. Tiggs, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Casey. Awesome. And then, Alan, how about yourself? I'm good. All righty. Well, now that that's out of the way, let's dive into who our special guest is. People fell in love with her here in the U.S. daytime soap opera genre when she played Jillian on All My Children and became one half of the huge super couple Ryan and Jillian on the Agnes Nixon created soap opera. She's also known for her charitable works and for starting her career in South Africa. It is the one and only Esta Terblanche. Esta, how are you? Aww. Thank you. I am so great. Thank you. How are you? Thank you for that wonderful intro. I feel so special. (laughs) Thank you. And we're so blessed to have you here with us tonight. We have so much to discuss, girl. Like we have been so excited for this uh, sit down with you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I've been so excited too. (laughs) Well, let's (laughs) Hop right into it. I'm going to toss things over to my friend Tiggs. Tiggs, like all of us on the panel, was a huge All My Children fan. So, Tiggs, why don't you kick us off with this Esther Turblanche interview? Hi, Esther. Um, my first Hi. question is, are you still keeping up with the soaps currently since there's only four left? Am I keeping up with a what? Are you keeping up with the remaining soaps currently, since there's only four left? Um, you know, not really. I am not. I, for a long time, I actually did not watch TV at all. Mm. It's it's oh, a what? funny thing. When COVID happened, I decided I wasn't sure how I was going to get through COVID because mm. all of my family is not in the country. And um, I thought this news is too upsetting to me. I'm, I'm, and I, I made a conscious decision. I decided the only way I'm going to get through COVID is by actually not watching TV at all. And I just turned the TV off. And uh, a month turned into two months, three months, and it turned into almost two years. And um, so that meant no soaps, no nothing. It, it, later on, it became kind of like a mental challenge for me to to not watch TV at all. So I'm 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 now starting back watching, catching up with things, watching TV, and I'm loving it. So I'm I'm getting back into it now. I totally understand. Like those two years, there were rough and the news and all the sound bites it just it felt like it was getting worse before it got better yes yes (laughs) it was such an unpredictable time i don't blame you for shutting that television off (laughs) yes i i just decided like this is this is just uh so uh, fear inducing in a way and i i thought well uh I don't have my family here as a support system. How am I going to get through it? And I decided, well, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be ignorant. 
I, I guess. <laughs> I'm just going to shut it down. Yeah, and, kind of like sticking your head in the things. I'm just going to focus on me and, exactly. and meditate and go completely the opposite way. And I did. And that's actually, I think I grew a lot. And uh, I think I, 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 I did a lot of self-discovery. And uh, it was actually a, a really interesting, good, wonderful time for me. There was always some light at the end of the tunnel there, I felt like. It wasn't all bad. <laughs> you know? It wasn't all bad, yes. Yeah. I think uh, yeah, I think a lot of people learned a lot of things. So I think there was a, a blessing in all of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So many people took up, you know, different hobbies. They learned that they had hidden talents and stuff like that, you know. I think we all learned a lot more about ourselves, especially during the first initial lockdown. Yeah, definitely. And I and I think also it it forced people to reconnect with the family and and mm -hmm. and their loved ones and you know just just focus on that and and on themselves so yes <laughs> well let's take you back to your days at all my children of course <laughs> and toss things over to my other good friend alan with the first all my children question <laughs> Essa, you were like, <laughs> you were in a lot of memorable scenes over the few years, from the first meeting with Brian, dealing first meeting with Brian, where you laid one on her right on her lips, to exposure to the holidays. What was your favorite scene to film? I don't want children. Mm, my favorite scene to film on all my children. That's got to be all those naked scenes, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, I am so kidding. <laughs> Those were really um, not my favorite. Um, I was actually very uncomfortable in those. No, I'm just kidding. Um, mm. There's got to be a lot to choose from, right? I mean, so many to choose from because honestly, I had so much fun. Um, every day was fun. I can tell you what I did not like so much, though. That's Ooh. that's going to be easy, and I and I think I can talk to Cameron too. Um, is our dancing scenes because mm. yes, we always had to get a choreographer in, and uh, yes, we were not the best dancers, so. I was actually laughing the other day. He posted a, a video of him on Dancing with the Stars, and he's so amazing. And I was laughing. I'm like, man, there's some major improvement there <laughs> because we just could never get it right. So um, other than that, I really loved all my scenes. I, I loved all, all my work. Um, like all my scenes with different people but working with Cameron was just really fun and yeah <laughs> hard to pick a favorite scene definitely and I can only imagine what it's like to have to do something extra like those dancing scenes on a soap like when you already have the lines to memorize and it's always such a rush to get it done and then oh they drop this thing on you in the middle of it all yes 
especially <laughs> if you're not really a dancer and then on this line you got to turn this way because that camera is going to catch you this way and <laughs> yes so not my strong point <laughs> <laughs> it happens well i want to take you back to the beginning i so want to know how did all my children come about for you how did that happen um I went in for a all my children audition and uh, it was for a different part it was for um for a doctor and um the part was a bit older than me and my agents called and they or or all my children called my agents and they said we really loved her she was great but she's too young for the part but we really like her we want to write something for her and i thought yeah that i'm sure they're just saying that 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 that's impossible that that that's impossible but um sure enough three weeks later we got another call saying they did it they they wrote something and they want me to fly to new york to come and screen test for this part they wrote for of Jillian Andrashi. And um, I I was so stunned. I, uh, yeah, I, I actually really still cannot believe it. Like I cannot believe it. Um, and I had to get ready in a couple of days, pack my stuff really quick. And off I went to New York and I, I went and I, screen tested and I think I heard that same day that I got it yes it went very fast and then I had to come back to LA I had to pack up everything I had just moved to America from South Africa just moved to Los Angeles just gotten settled just you know just found my feet and I thought, no way, I, I don't think I can do this. Can move again. And I just prayed and I said, God, please just give me the strength to do this. I, if this is what you want for me, then yes. just give me the strength. Because, uh, and then, yes, here I'll go. I'll, I'll go if that's what you want for me. And then, yeah, off I went. So it's it was like finding the beauty and all of the stress, like you were landing this part on a huge soap opera that you had already auditioned for and the rest kind of became history, it seems like. <laughs> yes, you just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> you put it in a nice way. Yes. Actually, you know, when I screen tested, I had a moment of thinking, I, I really don't think I can move to New York. I mean, just moving to America was such a culture shock for me. I, I don't think I can go through this again and uproot myself and now move to New York and this big city. I've never been in a city like this. I'm, I'm, I'm from a farm. Like I, and I got so overwhelmed. I completely messed up my first screen test. Oh my goodness. Well, it, like, in the first few seconds into it, I messed it up. And then I said, no, no, no. Okay, sorry. And then I said to myself, 
Okay, it's the just do your best. You know, if this is meant for you, you'll get the strength and the courage to to do this. Like you can do this. Like don't worry about it. Like you'll you'll do it again. Like you'll just acclimate again. You'll just move again. You'll be able to do it. And I just did it. Like one take. Like it then it then it went perfect. But I had that first moment of oh my goodness, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> and then I had to have that pep talk with myself. Saying, and then you, yeah, <laughs> you can do it. Yes. Yeah. Before we go back to Tiggs, do you remember who your screen test was with? It was with Danny Cosgrove. He played oh. Scott. Yes. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, he was very nice. Yes. Well, let's head back to Tiggs. Tiggs, what is your second question of the night for Esta? Well, okay, since you just now started to dive back into, like, watching TV and trying to catch up or find new interesting things to watch, um, out of the four soaps, if you were to get cast on one of them, which one would appeal to you the most? Um... I would say General Hospital because Cameron is there. I would love to work with him again. I, I had a feeling you would say that because Cameron's there and, you know, it's on ABC and you're kind of already familiar with how that yes. all is, you know. Yes. It wouldn't be too much of a like, okay, well, this is a different network. They do things differently. So what do I do? You know, and then you have people there that, that have been there for years that you cross paths with that could help you if, you know, if there's something you run into, you don't understand how this works, that works, stuff like that. So yes. I yes. And ABC is such a fantastic um, network. I love working for ABC. They were just the best. And but you know, never say never. I would. I I have the highest respect and admiration for all the other soaps as well. So never, I would never exclude any of the others. So I, I can I see you going to GH, being connected to the cast dime. I could even see you as a doctor too. And now you probably <laughs> could finally get that doctor role. A full circle yes, moment. Yes, maybe now <laughs> I can get that doctor role. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can totally see her being a doctor with a pass with the cast eyes. I could totally see that. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, like Tig said, you know, it could all come full circle and who knows. But, yeah, we definitely want to see you back in soaps, without a doubt. <laughs> well, thank you. I would, um, I would love that, actually. I, you know, looking back, I, and just talking to you guys right now i just realized how wonderful it actually was and just uh, it just makes me smile thinking about it so it just <laughs> makes me so happy <laughs> like when i talk about it, it it really makes me happy like i'm actually getting goosebumps now it makes me realize how much i loved it i loved it i think maybe that's why cameron and i was a you know popular couple because we love it we loved working together. We loved our jobs and we 
got along well together. And so, yeah, we had a great time. Yeah. You guys had something special because for you two to be brand new characters and for you guys to catch on with the fans that quick, like that, that's something special because that doesn't always happen. But I, I mean, personally, I was 12 years old and I took to you guys quick. Really? Yes. Yeah, it's it's funny that um, our executive producer at the time, uh, Jeannie, called us in to her office one day and she said, you know, I just want to let you know what's happening with you and Cameron, like you're going into super couple status now. And, and I was just sitting there like, okay. I have no idea <laughs> on what she was talking about. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I was clueless. We walked out of there and I looked at him and I said, what was the purpose of this meeting now? Like, I had no idea what was going on. Why did we have this meeting? Like, I actually, I still, <laughs> but anyway, I think like all these years later, maybe I'm starting to get it, but I, I, yeah. She was just letting you guys know that, that you guys mm -hmm. got it. You got it. I mean, Thanks. you don't realize how popular you and Cameron were. Like you guys were so no popular. Idea. They, they, I mean, that's part of the reason why Jillian got killed off because you guys got so popular. Nobody wanted to see you guys with nobody else but each other. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> they, 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 they. Nobody wants to see you, Brian, with no other woman but Jillian, and and vice oh, versa. They, you guys that is, was that, that popular. Is really, so sweet yeah. to say. Yeah. No. You guys were that. You guys did so much in four years. So much in four years. And yeah, <laughs> Pete, you were that popular. Wow. Wow. Thank you. That's that's a beautiful thing to say. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Which kind of speaking off of what Tig said, I know Alan kind of had a question about the end of your run. So Alan, take it away. <laughs> like Tig said, and one of the reasons Jillian died was because Ryan and Jillian were so popular. Did it feel weird to have your character die because they're they're in appearance that popular? Say again. Uh, one of the reasons Jillian died was because Ryan and Jillian were so popular. Did it, does it feel weird to have your character die because just learn appearance yes. so popular? Yes. yes. <laughs> You're like, yes. yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Very. Yes. Yeah. Because that is, and you know, soap operas kind of have that weird storytelling formula, especially for those really popular couples, too. <laughs> yes. Like, they, they really almost want to um, shock their audience. Yeah. And yeah to get the ratings up almost and, and to get the like really affect their audience you know Definitely. so it, it was just so tragic because God we were tortured for four years they got them together then a month later they kill her off 
And then we get tortured some more because now we have to see her in heaven and, you know, trying to get Mariah to move on with his life. And yes, it was romantic and tragic and touching. But 20 no, years later, I'm still pissed. It I'm was even pissed. torture for me acting, like, oh. like <laughs> playing it. I could not even rehearse those scenes. I, I just said to them, this is too emotionally hard for me to rehearse. Can we just go straight to tape? Like, I couldn't even do the rehearsals. I just said to the director, let's just go straight to tape. <laughs> I couldn't rehearse it. Like, I, I, I just said, okay, let's, let's, just, let's just shoot. Yeah. I, I, I can imagine, because, like, watching it, 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 it was good. It was good. It was tragic. You did a great job. Like, but, God, it was so hard to watch. Oh, it, it like, it, uh. I, I can get chills just still thinking about it. Oh my God, thank you like, so much. Ryan going up there and thinking she was asleep and him touching her head and that blood on his hands. Ugh. Oh my God. Oh my God. I remember like it was yesterday. I, I, you know, playing dead is so hard because I, the tears kept rolling down my eyes and oh. the director mm. would announce over the loudspeaker, no, stop the crying, Jillian. And I'm like, sorry. But I'm hearing Cameron cry, and and I'm crying, and I'm like, I have to be dead. And then it was very tragic. It was really sad. So sad, in fact. So how did you prepare for any of that? Prepare, you know, for Jillian's goodbye, her send-off? What was that like for you as an actress? All I really had to do was think about me leaving the show and and saying goodbye to Cameron. And uh, I was moving back to Los Angeles. So that was just making me sad. Um, yeah, that that was that was just sad for me. Like uh I didn't even really have to think too much about it. Yeah. Did you feel as though because you had played the character for all those years, did you feel as though you were kind of losing that part of yourself in a big way? Like I'm saying goodbye to Jillian and I'm saying goodbye to like this piece of my life of this character. That's interesting that you're asking that. Um, I don't think I ever thought about that consciously, but now that I look back, maybe I did. Maybe yeah. I did. Maybe I did, yes. That's, that's, that's a very good question. That's a deep question. I, yes, interesting. Wow. Yeah. It's like, you know, you played those characters like for so many years on a soap and you play them every day and they kind of develop like real people almost, you yeah. know, just versions yep. of real 
Yeah. yeah, it's not like a movie. You're going to shoot something for two months and it's exactly. done. But I was there for four and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Which is, you know, it's a long time in Soapland, really, because, you know, of course, there are actors who played the roles for 20, 30, 40 years. But really, you know, in four years, a soap opera does a thousand episodes. And so mm -hmm. that's like so much content of a character's like span on the show. I find it fascinating, really. That's true. And especially if you work almost every day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not like a once a week uh, storyline. It's I was there almost every day, so it's true. <laughs> I did, <laughs> I did a lot of um, episodes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's they do so thing. much at you guys. Like Brian and Jillian went through a decade of story in four years. Like it was just so much. Like they had you guys doing so much within that span of time, and it was I all great to watch. I, I, as me, as Esther, loved. I couldn't wait to get the next script. To see what's happening. I was so curious myself to see, okay, what's happening with them now? I, I, me personally, I couldn't wait. Every time there was a new script, like what's happening with them now? I, I, so I, I think I really do understand how the audience feel because I, I couldn't wait myself to see what's going on. And I would get frustrated if, they didn't get together or didn't kiss. I'm like, you know, I was rooting for them as well. Definitely. Well, Tix, let's go back to you. I know you had a question about Ryan and Jillian, so take it away. If you had the chance, Esther, to, you know, stay on the show until the show ended in 2011, unfortunately, what would you have wanted Ryan and Jillian's endgame to be? What would you want their happily ever after to be? I would have wanted them to get to get to to be together, married, maybe have children, and um, I would have liked it if the writers could have addressed like some real life relationship issues mm. and um what real people go through yeah yeah there was so much between them like with her you know being royalty and ryan having that horrible childhood growing up like it could it could have been so many things you guys could have did and worked through together without having to be broken up or anything like that because sometimes with soaps that's the thing there is so much internal conflict with a couple it's not always about somebody cheating or somebody trying to break them up. It could have been so much for her and Ryan to go through, especially if you involve children and stuff like that. You know, Jillian wants them to be raised the way she was. or Ryan wants them to be raised totally different than how he was raised. You know, it could have been a lot of internal conflict yes. and clash came to that. Or and you could have your relatives come from hungry. And, you know, that they want the baby raised as royalty. And Ryan's just like, oh, I'm not having that. And you're just like, well, you know, you, you, you know, Jillian loved her here. Do you know what I'm saying? So it could have been so many things you guys could have like did. Together. And, you know, just just in real life, working through childhood traumas is mm -hmm. a huge thing. Like 
people spend years in therapy working through child just that alone childhood trauma mm -hmm. is a big thing and i think it could have been a very powerful thing or it can be a very powerful thing to really address that in a soap mm -hmm. in a real way i think it's a very um real thing that sabotages so many relationships and i i wish a soap would do that like the writers want to take that and actually educate people because i think mm -hmm. you know it's a platform that we have where we can educate a nation and a country and people we're not taught in school how to have a successful relationship we're mm -hmm. we're not and um it's 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 it can be so good it's i mean it, it makes for good watching fighting and this and that but i think it can mm -hmm. make for excellent watching to actually in an interesting storyline teach people how to handle conflict how to resolve conflict like resolve conflict how to fight fair how to you know like real life solutions relationship mm -hmm. solutions i would love for that to happen because that that could have been a thing too it could have been like you know julian wanted a baby and ryan was just like well if it's going to be raised like me i don't want any kids that could have been a conflict too you guys fighting over a baby yes and then you're also dealing with uh different cultures like she's mm -hmm. from a different country he's american and mm -hmm. that's a real issue and a lot of people in the world have that they they from different countries different cultures and then how can we make that work in the world mm -hmm. you know so it's it's things that real issues that can be addressed definitely without a doubt yes. so as to looking at the world of acting as a whole i know a super good question about that so alan take it away what advice would you give for young actors trying to get into the business i would tell them that make sure this is what you really want to do or i would say is it what you really want to do is this your passion is it really in your heart and soul what you want to do and if it's a yes a hundred thousand percent then i would say go for it go for it all the way and don't let anybody stand in your way don't let any negative uh, comments or feedback or anything get you down. Just keep going at it. Amen. But I would make sure that you have to be very sure that this is what you want to do and not for the wrong reasons, not for fame, not for because those are not the right reasons you gotta want to do it because it's your passion you want to act for the craft for the art 
and you'll just know it's in your soul. It's I, I wanted to act since I was three. I mean, since I was three, I was making little tickets and <laughs> selling it to the neighbors and to come watch my concerts. I would put on little plays. Like, I didn't <laughs> even know acting was a business that, that you can act for. A, but I that was just in me. I just was... You know, I would call the family and say, buy my ticket. I'm having a a concert uh, or a, a play. You have to come watch me. I I was just born with it. Somehow I just knew I had to do it. Uh, yeah. So it was just part of me. Yeah. I love, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, Esther, there's kind of this whole other side to you. You're a very charitable and giving person. So can you please take some time to tell us and tell our listeners about your charitable works? Yes. Um, I, first of all, I just love animals. So I'm always trying to save animals and uh, grew up on a farm and so I animals I love I've always loved animals so I'm always trying to help and save animals and then um my grandfather passed away from uh lung cancer and my mom passed away from from cat brain cancer and so it just became um Cancer became something that I am really interested in trying to, you know, find some sort of a cure, a solution. Uh, and so many people are affected by it or somebody knows somebody or a friend of a friend or a family member. So I'm involved uh, with Rudy Repstein. Uh, with a breakthrough foundation in South Africa, and it's a cancer foundation, and um, yes, just trying to help people with cancer. That's and, amazing. I am incredibly sorry for the losses you have suffered um, through that disease, but what amazing work you are doing um, to pour love and time into others who are researching that and helping to fight the fight of any cancer out there. That is truly amazing work. Thank you for doing that. Yes. Thank you, Esther. We need more like you out there, girl. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I think it's just time, you know, for some cure to come to light. But anyway, yes. thank you. Um, yeah. What was the name of the foundation again so our listeners really catch it so they know what to uh, The Breakthrough Foundation. It's in South Africa. Yeah. That's amazing. Good, good, good. I encourage all of our listeners to please go and do some research about the foundation. Please learn more about it. And let's continue to make it a global cause to help end cancer and fight cancer. Yes. So yes. important. <laughs> So, Esther, in the meantime, um, we would love to have you back, of course. Please come back anytime. Oh, thank you. 
Thank right, you. Like, I would love to come back. You guys are so awesome and so friendly and so nice. I'm having such a great time. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's been a pleasure, Esther. Like, I, I, I tell Casey thank you all the time because without this show, I wouldn't have been able to meet so many wonderful people that I spent my childhood growing up watching. And I'm so grateful. You know, I've, I've been waiting 23 years to be able to talk to you and ask you about oh Ryan and Dylan and to, and, to, and, and, and to see how you work. We interviewed Cameron and we, we asked him about you, like, have you talked to Esther? How's Esther? So, you know, we knew he was, you guys were still in touch with each other. So it did my heart good to know you were doing fine because we hadn't heard from you in so long. We didn't know what was going on. So I'm like, I'm glad she's OK. Oh, he's a nice guy, right? No. Oh, he, yeah, he's the sweetest. <laughs> yeah, he's really nice. Yes. So, Esta, is there any way um, that are anywhere that our listeners can keep up with you and see what you're up to these days? Yes, I'm on Instagram and it's at Esta Treblanche. Wonderful. I love it. Please go ahead and follow Esta. And Esta, thank you so much for coming by oh. today. Thank you, Casey. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. I had such a wonderful time. And you guys take care. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for coming, Esther. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Our thanks to the one and only Esther Terblanche. Be sure to check out the foundation that was mentioned in tonight's show, along with giving her a follow on Instagram. In the meantime, Tiggs, where can our listeners find you? The BIM Master Part 2. Awesome. Alan, what about yourself? Alice Rapper on Twitter. Very good. You can follow me at underscore case1999 on Twitter. And you can also follow our show at the chat underscore podcast. And you can also find us on Facebook at the chat show podcast. And we'll see everybody later this week with a special bonus episode. Have a good evening. Good night, y'all. Good night. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Esther. Thank you, Esther. Thank you. That was really wonderful. I loved it. Yes, it was. And again, come back anytime. <laughs> Thank you. I would love that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.